0: NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit TheRinger.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-100-GAMBLER or visit TheRinger.com slash RG. back to the Ringer Gambling Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. Rastradamus. It's week four of the NFL season and we're coming off a four-on-one week in week three. We're just trying to keep it rolling, keep this momentum going. As long as we can avoid weeks like week two, I think we're in a good position. We're sitting at ten and five on the year for our top five best five picks for our contest. So hopefully we can keep that thing going. We're going to start it off like this. Number one. We're going to go with the Cleveland Browns, minus one and a half in their Sunday afternoon matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. Look, the Atlanta Falcons, they are coming off a West Coast road trip. Obviously, they played the Los Angeles Rams. They stayed over on the West Coast, and they beat the Seattle Seahawks. You know, this was a game that we had last week. We are really high on the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, the Atlanta Falcons, they have a, a top 10 offense through DVOA, and they're top 10 in both passing and rushing. But I really like the Cleveland Browns in this spot. And, you know, one of the reasons why is when you look at this Atlanta Falcons defense, they are really, really struggling. First and foremost, they're 30th in rush defense success rate. They're dead last in rush defense EPA per play. They're dead last in defensive success rate and 27th in EPA per play. 31st in dropback success rate and 29th in pressure rate. So when you look at this Browns offense, what do they like to do best? They have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. They're first in rushing EPA per play. Jacoby Brissett is, I mean, he's really playing some good football right now. He's eighth in EPA plus completion over expectation. This Browns offense is quite rolling. So I think this is a good spot for the Browns. They're coming off of Thursday night football. And one of the things I like to do is I like to price Teams coming off of Thursday night football, it's almost like a mini bye. So, you, you know, this team has 10 days to prepare. They have 10 days to rest. And they're facing the Atlanta Falcons team, which was west for the last couple of weeks. And they come home, finally get to see their family. There's a little distraction there. So I like this spot for the Cleveland Browns. We're going to lay the one and a half with the Cleveland Browns. Number two. For our second pick, we're going to go to home of Avon Barksdale, Stringerville. Marlo Stanford, we're going to Baltimore Ravens plus three. I know everybody's really, really high on the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, they come off a loss against the Miami Dolphins, in which their offense ran 90 plays. And they really dominated that game. They probably should have won that game. But unfortunately, you know, they had some miscues in the red zone and things didn't go their way. But I really like the spot for the Baltimore Ravens. First things first. Offenses that run ninety plays in their favorite the, the following week are just four and fourteen. That's twenty two percent against the spread. I think they're nine and nine straight up since two thousand. So I think it's a good spot for the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, the Baltimore Ravens in the Harbaugh era. I mean, as an underdog at home, I mean they're one of the best. Obviously, I think they're five and zero in the Lamar Jackson era as a home dog and 11, four and one against the spread under John Harbaugh. I mean. Look, since 2018, Baltimore is 14 and 2 as an underdog since 2018. So I just I just think this is a good spot for them. And then when you look at this Buffalo Bills team, they're really banged up. I mean, they're built in a hospital right now. Micah Hyde, Tredavious White is still out. Dane Jackson is still injured. So they have all these cornerbacks who are just banged up. I think rookie Christian Benford, he broke his hand on Sunday. So you got to deal with Lamar Jackson in this prolific passing game. Lamar Jackson's first in DVOA right now, second in QBR. And you got to deal with them with all your cornerbacks in the hospital. So (laughs) this is a really bad spot. I know Josh Allen is playing really well right now, but (laughs) look, on the other side of the ball, I think Lamar Jackson is the MVP. And then obviously you look at the Baltimore Ravens, they are getting healthier on defense. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, they're back. and You know, I think if if there's anything that's going to bring you pause about this pick is that the Buffalo Bills, they don't have to blitz to bring pressure. And, you know, one of the things that we've saw throughout Lamar Jackson's career is that if you blitz Lamar Jackson, he was struggling against the blitz, particularly last year. But now Lamar Jackson's eating that blitz for lunch. So I do think Lamar Jackson is going to see a little bit of a different look in this spot. But I just don't think the Baltimore Ravens should be. Three-point dogs at home against a banged-up Buffalo Bills team. So we're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens, plus three. Number three. For our third pick, we're going to go with the Denver Broncos, plus two-and-a-half, in their Sunday afternoon matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders. Look, I know this is uglier than a masterpiece sneaker. The the Broncos, offensively, they don't look good at all. I mean, look, they just haven't looked good offensively. I mean, and part of that is, you know, you got Russell Wilson— in a new system with Nathaniel Hackett. I think they're figuring some things out. But when you really look at what happened last week, they were playing a 49ers defense, which is third in defensive DVOA. This is a downgrade. They're playing the Raiders, who were 20th in defensive DVOA. And this Broncos defense is still really, really good. They're 10th in pressure rate, getting pressure around 28% of the time. They're eighth in sacks. And they're facing a Raiders team, which is 17th in a justice sack rate and just 20th in ESPN's pass block win rate. So when you look at this Raiders offensive line, I think they're going to really struggle to deal with this Broncos defensive line. And they have some injuries. Obviously, Hunter Renfro was still out. Carr really hasn't built the chemistry with Devontae Adams like we thought we would see. And to me, it just feels like this Raiders team is headed nowhere fast. I mean, look, the defense is banged up. The offense isn't what we thought it would be, obviously due to some offensive line issues. So I really like the Broncos in this spot, plus two and a half. My model makes this a pick And I just think with two and a half, there's no way in the world the Raiders at 0 and 3 should be laying points. I don't know what the market is seeing in this team, but I'm not buying it. Denver Broncos, plus two and a half. Number four. For our fourth pick, we're going to go with the Dallas Cowboys, minus three. When you look at this matchup, in recent memory, the Cowboys have covered seven out of the last 10 against the Commanders. But, I mean, when you get past the trends, I think this is a really rough matchup for the Washington football team, or rather the Commanders. I keep calling them. I really like the Washington football team. But regardless, when you look at the the Commanders, they're missing their, their Pro Bowl center. They're missing their backup center. And now the offensive tackle, Charles Leno is questionable. And Carson Wentz comes off a game in which he was sacked nine times. And look, you saw what the Cowboys did on Monday night. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, they chased Daniel Jones around all night long. And I think the same thing is going to happen to Carson Wentz, who was sacked nine times on Sunday. Look at this Washington football team. They lead the league in sacks taken with 15. They're 30th in adjusted sack rate. They're 26th in adjusted line yards. The Cowboys lead the league in sacks with 13. Cowboys are fourth in pass rush win rate. Look, I I just don't know how this this commander's team is going to block the Cowboys. I just think this is a really, really rough spot. And (laughs) you look at Carson Wentz. He's throwing a a turnover-worthy throw on 3% of throws. His pro football focus grade is 64. Now, I know he has a high high variance grade. So, I mean, he's a high variance game. So he can kind of go out there and make some plays. But against this Cowboys pass rush, I want nothing to do with them. I think Cooper Rush, he can do just enough to to win this game. And when you look at him historically as a starter, he's 3-0 against the spread. And even though this is the first time he's favorite, I think he's in good company. When you look at like quarterbacks who started 4-0 both outright against the spread. You're looking at Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's been so good against the Blitz, which Washington likes to do. I mean, look, Cooper Rush, he's 20 of 27, 244 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions against the Blitz. I'm not saying this is going to be a quarterback controversy in Dallas, but Cooper Rush is doing everything that you need him to do as a starter right now. And I think this Washington football team is probably one of the top five worst in football. We're going to fade them this week. Take the Dallas Cowboys, minus three. Number five. For our fifth and final pick, we're going to go with the Arizona Cardinals, plus one and a half. They're going to be taking on the Carolina Panthers. And, and the Carolina Panthers are a team that I love to fade at this point. Look, look at Matt Rule. He's just three and ten st- straight up and against the spread as a favorite, and including losing seven in a row. And Baker Mayfield, we know as a favorite he's really struggled he's just 11 and 22 as a favorite and he's lost seven straight so this Carolina Panthers team is not a team that you want to fade that you want to play as a favorite and look, one of the big matchup advantages I see here is that Baker Mayfield he struggles against the blitz. I think Vance Joseph's blitz scheme against Baker Mayfield is a real problem. Mayfield is just 16-35, 208 yards, one touchdown, and one interception against the blitz this year. And, like, even more troubling is that Baker just has a 77.4 passer rating in the pocket with a clean pocket. So how is he going to deal with the blitz? I mean, this guy has a turnover-worthy play nearly 3% of the time. He's 18th from pro football focus. Power rating. I mean, this guy's 32nd among quarterbacks and EPA per dropback. This is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league this season. So, look, I really want to feed the Carolina Panthers in this spot. They probably should have lost last week against the Saints, but they did just enough to get it done. And then when you look at the fact that Christian McCaffrey, he has a quiet injury. So even though he might play, he's not going to be 100%. So I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury is actually 18-6-2. That's 75% as a role underdog. I think this is a step down in competition for the Arizona Cardinals who face the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Rams. They get it done, Arizona Cardinals, plus one and a half.
1: This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you... to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. To
0: recap, we have the Cleveland Browns minus one and a half, the Baltimore Ravens plus three, the Denver Broncos plus two and a half, the Dallas Cowboys minus three, and the Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half. Now we have some teaser legs for you. We're going to go with the Denver Broncos plus two and a half, tease that up to plus eight and a half. I gave you the reasons why earlier. We're also going to go with the Arizona Cardinals, plus one. Tease that up to plus seven. I also gave you those reasons. And we're going to go with the New Orleans Saints, plus three. We're going to tease that up to plus nine. Look, when you look at this matchup, I think the the Saints are really in a good buyback spot. Obviously, Jameis Winston has been dealing with a back injury. And it looks like Andy Dalton's going to play. This game is in London. And one of the things that I saw that I found interesting is that Dennis Allen actually opted to fly the New Orleans Saints in early. I think they came in Monday or Tuesday. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Vikings, they're coming in Friday. And Dennis Allen has been an assistant for teams who have gone to London. Meanwhile, O'Connell, he's never been to London. So I I think, you know, there's going to be some jet lag when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings. And you're looking at a low total of around 41. So those nine points are going to be valuable with the Saints I think this is a really good spot. I think the, the Saints should be able to keep that within the number. For another teaser leg, right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are a pick em, But when you look at that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, should they go to an underdog? And should that line go to plus one? I would recommend teasing that up to plus seven. But, I mean, right now we're recording this on a Friday. So if this comes out on Sunday and you see – the Chiefs are plus one. You definitely want to tease that up to plus seven. Cross off those key numbers in three and seven. So that concludes our teaser legs for the week. We got the Denver Broncos plus two and a half. Tease that up to plus eight and a half. You got the New Orleans Saints from plus three. Tease that up to plus nine. The Arizona Cardinals plus one. Tease that up to plus seven. And then if you can get the Kansas City Chiefs, tease that through to seven. I think you're in a good spot. As I always say every single week, I recommend putting these in two-team six-point teasers. You want to cross off those key numbers of three and seven. And the the key to these teasers is that you're, you're teasing games where you have low totals, So the points are a lot more valuable. For our final pick, we have a total that we really like. I mentioned this game earlier between Atlanta Falcons and the Cleveland Browns. I think this total is way too low. It's sitting around 47. You're looking at two teams with two of the best offenses in the league. I think this can be a shootout. I mean, you're looking at a game in a dome. So I do like the over 47 in this matchup. So I think you can take that. And I think you have a a positive expected value wager for another total. You're looking at two primetime games. I actually like the first half under in in both the Chiefs and Buccaneers game as well as the 49ers and Rams game. I don't think you're going to see a ton of points in both of those games. Obviously, you're seeing... Uh, offensive suppression this year with a lot of these points you have a lot of these teams playing the two deep shell making you drive all the way down the field a lot of these offenses are really struggling so I think those two primetime games I think primetime unders are really cleaning up this year so I think you can get a first half under in both of those and I think you should be able to go to the window I'm Raheem Palmer from the Ringer it's the Ringer Gambler show we're going to be back tomorrow breaking down Monday Night Football giving you a recap of week four in the NFL. I'm Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. Rasha Thomas. It's the Ringer Gambler show. Check us out all week on the Ringer Gambler feed, and y'all know how it's going down.